and welcome back to the BoxCast podcast. We are so excited for today's episode. I'm Danielle. And I'm Gary, not Joshua Wade, just to make sure everybody knows that here. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. And today, we're going to talk about the biggest issues you encounter when live streaming. The biggest issues. The biggest issues. Like, oh my gosh, how annoying is that issue? You mean like the guy who walks in front of you as you're live streaming issues? Yeah, the guy who starts... A- aggressively coughing next to the camera yeah yeah that guy those the baby running screaming baby yes i've had i mean the baby it doesn't know it's it's okay my favorite one is where the guy lifts his hands up in the middle of a worship service for church and you get the fingertips in the video Mm. or the guy who walks like right up to the camera and he's like hey guys what's going on you know and just goes one of those like yeah or oh are you recording it's my favorite it's my favorite things and if you're trying to edit that (laughs) Just forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. But yeah, the biggest issues in live streaming. I'm actually really excited about this because there's a lot. There are a lot. It's not like we make live streaming look so seamless because we're so cool here, but you cannot control your audience all the time. No. It's like when you're watching an NFL game and they just cut to the stands because someone is running across field that shouldn't be there. Like, that's my favorite is when all of a sudden we're just like looking at fans for like five minutes. So like. Yes. I was actually at an NFL game where they act, that actually happened. Oh. It was, I forget what year it was, but it was like the Falcons versus Philly, and some dude jumped over <laughs> over the railing and was running across the field, and they had like cut all the cameras. All the security people were like freaking out. It was awesome. It's like yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But- we unfortunately cannot just cut in the middle of a you know worship <laughs> service or a high school game to like pause things, unfortunately don't have that network power but the other issues we're talking about are probably more in line with things that you will encounter and could fix because while you're live streaming yeah yeah, because they're they're annoying annoying (laughs) they're annoying i actually like that term annoying (laughs) we're gonna use that from now on annoying they're annoying but there are solutions that was your ohio coming out wasn't it yeah yeah Yeah, and then we'll just blame that. Yeah, we'll just blame Ohio for it. Thank you, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, w- yins will also probably come out at some point. <gasps> yins. <laughs> I'm I'm on the side of Ohio where oh. yins is something that was told to me all the time as a child. I, the Pittsburgh, Philadelphia side. Yeah. I, I'm from Ohio as well, but like I lived in Pittsburgh, Philly for a long time, and it's always use. Use. Yeah, we get yins yeah. get in for dinner. Yeah, and it's you know what's yous doing today, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, well, let's talk about some of these issues because I feel like they're imperative for live streaming, but also yes, they're here, we're here to help you guys like kind of yes. wade through that. No pun intended, wade. And we're trying to like, like literally every live streaming person on the face of the planet encounters someone or something in this nature. So yes, what do you got for me? I think number one biggest issue, hands down like bigger than the baby and the guy blocking the camera copyright issues oh yeah yeah copyright issues on youtube and facebook whether that's pre-roll video whether that's music someone is getting flagged regardless all the time yeah we actually i have that problem almost weekly almost weekly um and i can tell you the copyright problem like (laughs) i mean it's a big issue because you're, you you think that in the beginning you have everything you need to stream. You got the camera, right? And then you've got you've got every piece of equipment, the encoder yeah, or the people. the people, you've got the staff helping you, right whatever. But then what happens is is you go about live streaming and you're like, Well, I think this song would be awesome to play at the beginning. 
And all of a sudden, Facebook sends you that notification that your video has been flagged and removed. Nope. They're like, eh. They're like, nah, it's the Exxon Family that. Feud, yeah. not an answer. BMG Music or Sony <laughs> Entertainment or something. You know, you showed that 30-second clip of Spider-Man just making his way across New York City skylines, <laughs> and they flag you for it. Yep. And I can tell you that there's a couple of big reasons for that. Okay. Okay. So the Let's first, hear them. first big reason is that you're using a master track. Um, of your audio. Yep. So your first big reason is really more related to the fact that you're using audio that's already been mastered and mm -hmm. down. And those tracks are automatically going to be flagged because there's algorithms built into YouTube and Facebook and other social media platforms that will flag that for copyright infringement or they'll flag it for monetization use mm -hmm. because you're using that. Right. YouTube is really big on that monetization use thing. Yes. Um, Facebook, not so much. Facebook says, oh, hey, you, you, you're using this copyrighted music. We're going to literally take your stream off. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not streaming to Facebook just means that they've stopped it from being viewed by others on right. Facebook. So there's a big difference because I think with BoxCast, like the technical support team, that's one of the biggest things that they encounter is they see that Facebook's not working, quotations, right? Uh. But it is. It's just Facebook stops you. So every time you live stream and you're using some sort of like copyrighted or master track, it's because of the reason that those algorithms are picking that up. Yep. So ways to fix that. Stop using copyrighted music. <laughs> Number one. Um, there are so many royalty-free websites you can oh go yeah, to. Oh, yeah, for sure. So many. I'm sure Josh and Wade can pop up a list of all the ones that we have that we use here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love, I love the ones that we use here because they're really, really good. And, yes, quite honestly, you're going to pay for – like, if you were going to pay for a service, you're going to get really good quality stuff. Yes. But stop using copyrighted music. At the very least, stop using mastered tracks, right? <laughs> Um, use tracks that don't have vocals that aren't mastered by like BMG music or Sony entertainment or something like that. Um, use tracks that are what we do in my church is we oftentimes will practice a full song without stopping. We'll record that song and then we use that in playback for our opening of our morning services on online because it's not considered master track. So you're not right. copyright flagging. However, you did not write that song. So how do you get around the idea that you didn't just copyright? That's the, a good like, question. Yeah, know. great question. So the cool thing about that is that there are services out there. One is called CCLI. Mm -hmm. um, and you can purchase the licensures for a year to be able to host that music, download that music, the actual printed version or written version of the music, mm -hmm. and perform that music. Mm -hmm. And that includes performing that music through your live stream. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, that's a that's a big like s secret. Like people probably don't know that that's like what you got to do. Right. Because Facebook and YouTube don't really care if you've purchased a CCL nope. license. They have they have um, no qualms. They don't care. They don't care if you've put that on your Facebook page or in your <laughs> description notes or if you you know emailed them a million times. They don't care. They're they're more out there to make sure that they're covering you know themselves and mm -hmm. they're not going to get that. So with copyright issues, that I mean, I think that's probably one of the biggest ones we encounter is copyright problems, and it's related to that music. So again, stop using copyrighted music. It's going to help you if you do want to do your own thing. Get a copy, a copy license like CCLI or something in that nature. There's three or four of them out there. I don't know them all off by hand, but it's easy. Yes. Second big issue. Mm. We're gonna talk about it. The pixel video, choppy oh. video, not looking seamless and flawless, but it's very like Danielle over here. Yes, seamless and flawless, but it's grainy. It's pixel. It's choppy. Like 
my voice is not matching my mouth anymore oh, because the it's out of the, sync ones. Yeah. Out of sync. Yep. How do we fix that? Yeah, that's a common thing. And that's what I like to call the eight bit or 16 bit problem because it looks like you're part of Nintendo at the old day. <laughs> not a sponsor, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, because you're like, you're like, you're like <laughs> right? And then your finger is like this block. Like you're in Minecraft. It's weird. Um, but yeah, so common things that occur with, let's say, pixelated artifact audio choppy video. One of the biggest issues is frame rate inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we talk frame rates, and again, I'm not the biggest production dude, but these are easy concepts that everybody should know when they're live streaming. Right. So frame rates for everybody out there in podcast world, frame rates are important because that's how many snapshots that that camera is taking of the content you're using. So if it's 30 or 60, you probably have seen like 120 or 240. 120, 240 are awesome for slow-mo because it's so <laughs> many, and then you can just play it back really slow. Um, but frame rate inconsistencies usually happen in live streaming where you're not sending the same consistent frame rate to wherever you're streaming through. Right. So like for Boxcast, it would be that consist- inconsistency that we're looking for 30 frames, but you're sending us 24, 26, 29 and they're bouncing. Mm-hmm. So you'll start seeing choppy video and pixelation occurs in that as well. A lot of times artifacting, have you seen artifacting? Like I'm not talking like Egyptian artifact. I'm like, <laughs> no, I have not. I haven't seen either. So okay. educate me so and Josh, our viewers. So Josh and Wade are probably gonna be able to put up an example of artifacting for us, but that, that happens in a couple of different realms. It actually happens with your, either your encoder and your internet or combination of the two or one mm, or the other. Okay. Okay. Break it down. So in the artifacting world, it means the data isn't getting to us, but it's either getting to us late or it's missing chunks. And so the encoding systems and the backend protocols that we use or whatever, or any live streaming platform, they have to piece that all together. Right. And so they have to like figure it out. So like imagine taking a giant puzzle of my face. (laughs) All right. And you're plucking, you know, you're missing like 15 or 16 pieces. You can still see a majority of the picture, but that artifacting occurs because you're not getting the whole picture. Mm. So that means that we're not getting all the data and that can happen because of your encoder. It's not sending a consistent rate of information and more than likely it's probably your internet. Like your bandwidth is just not capable of handling that much data. Yeah. If you're on like a guest Wi-Fi, you're probably not doing as well as the secure network. Oh, you know, like, you know, <laughs> if you're visiting a, you know, Hilton hotel and they put you on your guest network, and you're trying to watch that. Yeah. You're trying to stream Netflix and you're like not going anywhere. Dude, listen, <laughs> Hilton, get your act together. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So that's, that's another big issue. It's like choppy video is, is all of those things play heavily into that big issues, especially if you're trying to like live stream sports. Yes. Like, you want that. Fast movement. Yeah. You don't want to miss a piece of the action. Like obviously us talking, if we missed, you know, one or two small things, you may or may not notice, but if I'm running and throwing a fo- and Gary's throwing football to me, like you want to make sure you see it all. Um, yeah, I'm not clearly not the quarterback. In this I just threw the football to her and she didn't catch it guys. Oh, sorry. But okay. We're moving on to the next one. Keeping this interesting. First oh, yeah. off, what is your favorite snack? Okay. This is important. This is not just random questioning. This is important to the next topic. You're probably all expecting me to say something like, I don't know, carrots, right? Or like zucchini or... I love zucchini. <laughs> We're going to get a new host. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Cheetos. I, I love Cheetos. And more importantly, I love Cheeto dust. Okay. But why do you love Cheetos? What what aspect makes it? So every bag of Cheetos has like that one 
overcooked Cheeto. Mm. And I'm sorry, but that crunch from that one overcooked Cheeto is delectable. I love okay. it. It's the most, it's the oddest thing. You know, people like steak and filet mignon and they like all kinds of really cool things like <laughs> decadent desserts or whatever. But for me, it's that one overcooked Cheeto I cannot get away from. Like a bag of Cheetos is my downfall. It's okay. it's my snack sin. All right. You? Two. I have two. One. Oh, you can't do that to me. Yeah, well, maybe I, I have two because it's Cheeto and then the dust. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair you've enough. got two. My first one, I love like a crisp potato chip. Just the like fresh open the bag. You smell it. You got like just plain Lay's. That's oh. all I want. Just a plain, oh, oh, just a plain no, potato chip. No ruffle, no wavy. I mean, I like those too. But like there's something about it. Just a plain Lay's that just like hits the spot. Plain. Plain Lay's. Lay's. I like that. Yeah. Second, though, a fresh, crisp, crunchy apple. The little noise you get when you bite into that. Love it. And now you're probably like, okay, Danielle, why did you ask this question? Because we're going to talk about crunchy audio. Crunchy audio. Yes. The idea is that your audio does not match anymore. You're talking and then all of a sudden you just lose so, Gary, how do you solve that issue? I solve that issue by... And that's how I solve world hunger. Just kidding, guys. Our audio isn't crunchy because we have a really great team. But that's what you would get. So, really, though, how do we solve crunchy audio? Yeah, so crunchy audio is... Um, is an audible sound as well, right? And then you have the part of the crunchy that comes with it is the desyncing de- de- or missing audio altogether. So with the distorted crunchy audio, that usually happens with a couple of different things. So one is if you're hearing like this really high-end clipping sound, like it sounds like the microphone's overloaded with audio and you can't hear it correctly or you hear it, but it sounds like somebody's like cutting the top off of it. Mm. Like, you know, like a, like a fine ice cream cone is just getting... <laughs> Right, right off the top. That's um, a that's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. That's that's <laughs> that's literally a distorted, crunchy sound, and that's called clipping. So there's really only one real way to fix clipping, guys. Um, and this is also for you know our awesome producers, Josh and Wade. Gain reduction, <laughs> bring it down a little. Okay, like I can't express that enough. Clipping and crunchy audio, distorted audio. If you're clipping the audio like it's too much, bring it down a little. And that, mean, that means that you're not having what's called headroom. And we've talked about this in previous episodes um, in the first season of the podcast. But that headroom is important because if we have a speaker who gets too loud, um, you need to be able to get up there. That's me. I, I get too loud. Sometimes Danielle can be really loud. And uh, we still love her. So, But with distorted audio that's not clipping, usually you're looking at something like a limiter or compressor to help bring that audio down. The audio desync, though, is probably the, the one that you're talking about the most is the most annoying. Yes. You can't. It, it's hard to fix. And it is. And you don't catch it until it's over. And typically, it's a frame rate problem, believe it or not. We go back to point two. Yeah. It's typically a frame rate issue. Like, we see a lot of people here at BoxCast and our technical support team sees it, too, where they're sending us like 24, 25 frames, but their audio is behind mm. or sometimes it's even faster. And that can happen with a frame rate issue. Another big problem is like if you're using digital console, for example, you're sending the audio in delay. Like I'll give you an example. Maybe you have 
so many things in between where your audio starts and where your live stream starts. You have so many things in between. It's causing a delay. Right. Right. That can help. That can be a major issue with syncing issues in audio as well. I mean, think about it. If you're in the house and you're trying to yell from upstairs to the basement, there are so many walls that are going to compress that audio that the person in the basement is never going to hear you. Right. And if they do, I mean, it if might they be do, it's going to be like, what? What did you say? <laughs> like, you know, that's you got to think about these things in like real life. Like, obviously, if there was something between me the microphone if there was something here it's going to sound different if it's not and then mm-hmm. continuing on like right. there's it's just a domino effect so the more dominoes the harder it's going to be to get from point yeah. a to point b i like to say more connections more problems because <laughs> the more connections you got the more problems you're gonna have exactly so it, 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 yeah and it, and incidentally that's how it works so if you're getting that desyncing audio issue you might want to take a look at your setup, your workflow, and see if you can simplify it a little bit. That's a fix. Yeah. Right? I mean, also, it's also probably a good time for spring cleaning. We're, probably, we're a little <gasps> past spring, but spring clean that because you definitely need to clean some things yeah. up. And if you haven't seen the video Josh and Wade did about reorganizing your gear and equipment, definitely check out the link that we have for you below because that is an awesome video where Josh and Wade, they go through their production stuff and they literally show you how to organize it and clean it out. And there are some things you don't need anymore. So just toss it, get rid of it. <laughs> So, but yeah, that, that crunchy audio, I mean, you can hear things like, I think more so it's like, um, I call it like the, the newspaper effect, like where you hear static or yeah, or I don't have anything to do it in here. Maybe they can put it in post for us, but we have, um, that usually happens like nine times out of 10. My problem with that is there's static on the line and it's either because I'm sending some weird signal Mm -hmm. or what most people don't know about this is that there's dust or dirt on the connectors. You mean a little dust bunnies are a problem? Dust bunny. Yeah. Oh, man. Qual- quality connectors are great. Like you, you're running like 24 karat gold connectors out to everything, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's great. It's 4K Ethernet PoE switchable. It's great. Yes, it's awesome. That's fantastic. Those are great cables to get, especially if you paid $100 for one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it's making sure that your connections are cleaned off and like they're not dirty and i mean how did you fix the old nintendo 64 you took it out and you blew on the cartridge and you put it back in because obviously there's dust in it that's literally what that meant i cannot tell you how many times i did that and it was like magic it it is you just it's like tricking a child into eating hot food you just blow on it and they're like oh okay it's cold now done oh that's how you tricked your child into the okay (laughs) we're talking about tricks now okay (laughs) All right, moving on. So yeah, so when we talk about like crunchy or distinct audios, th- th- there's major common issues, but they're, they're really simple fixes. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you do that. So yeah, so you know, with all of those those different little issues, there's a couple of other ones I think we can hit here real quick. Okay, last one as a big one, your internet connection. Ugh. You have to. I mean, repeat. You have to have good internet connection to have a good live stream take a step back in order to live stream you have to have internet oh uh, you gotta have internet you don't have internet you're <laughs> out but tell us a little bit more about how w- we can solve that you've you've yeah. seen a lot of examples i'm sure you've encountered it personally oh for sure give us give us the deets i can tell you i'll give you a quick story so like our church um right right before covid actually happened we decided to move to boxcast mm-hmm. um this was probably maybe six or seven months prior but we moved to boxcast and we found that we had some weird internet issues. And I mean, 
I mean, not like ghosts walking through walls or like, you know, routers all s- suddenly floating in the middle of the room or anything like that, which would have been really cool. That would have been more fun. It would have been fun, yeah. But we found like um, we found like our internet connection would drop all of a sudden. or And we had solid internet. I mean, it was like 100 up and 10. I'm sorry, 100 down and 10 up. It was a decent connection. By the way, when I say that, that's 100 megabits download and 10 megabits upload. Download means you're pulling something from the internet. Upload means you're sending it to the internet, right? Or to another source. But um, we had this problem where it was also limiting the amount of bandwidth we were getting mm-hmm. somehow. And it was just awful. <laughs> so we, we did a whole rework. And I'm not saying that you have to do that, okay? I'm not saying that at all. But maybe you should. But we did this whole rework. Like we moved to a semi-managed system. We ran one line from our modem to a managed switch. And... We did all this work, putting in, you know, uh, Wi-Fi routers, access points, made sure everything was equal. And then we had bandwidth control. So we dedicated a bunch of bandwidth to our internet streaming alone. We limited the guest network, much like other places do. Right. And and instantly, our connection statuses were 10 times better. Like, our streams were 10 times better because of the fact that we had dedicated bandwidth specifically to our encoder on our network. So when we talk about internet, there's some... I like to call them speed bumps. They're definitely achievable. Like you can overcome them easily. Yes. Right. I mean. Oh yeah. You just gotta know the problem. Right. You gotta well. A little bit. That's little the big thing. You gotta investigate, big... figure it's... it out is, and then problem solve. And it's gonna take a little. It's gonna take a little bit of money depending on your setup, right? Depending on what you're doing. But in turn, these are the three things that I would say are biggest common denominators, right? Wi-Fi connection versus hardwire. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have a connection type that you're streaming with, Wi-Fi is awful for live streaming. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care what Facebook says. Use Facebook Live, whatever, over your phone. Your your wireless signal is garbage nine times out of ten. Unless you have, like, the most overpowered <laughs> – unless you got Hulk running your network, okay? <laughs> uh, Bruce Banner's running your network. Hardwire connection is always better. Right. So hardwire that bad boy whenever you're doing it. Whether it's an encoder or a computer, do it. It doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. The second is firewall. Nobody knows what a firewall is. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is, but when we say it, it's like, what's that do? Well, firewalls are designed for privacy and security, so it's to keep outbound people getting into your network, right? Yes, hackers. But that also means it's because it's a door. It means it's, you're, it's locked. You're, it's locked. You you're also having problems going at connections outbound to the internet. So some schools do that like they restrict the things that can be seen or ports or or oh yeah like blocking like facebook and Mm -hmm. social media so you're not distracted netflix you know youtubes whatever so they block those ports specifically because they don't want the traffic going out so firewalls can do that firewalls can have a big problem so if you're just like setting up your basic network and you have a firewall installed that's just comes with the router you're gonna have to do a little research to figure out how to get that firewall fixed so you can push that network port through um and that's a big one that's a mm-hmm. lot a lot of times that happens with some streamers that we face here at boxcast who are like doing high school sports and they're on their own school's network yep big big issue yeah right the last i the last piece the idea the last part of this is definitely your internet and network speed danielle i'm gonna tell you there are two different things okay lay them on me okay let's go so when we think network speed number one network speed that's your internal network okay Right. When we think internet speed, number two, internet that's speed. your external network. All right. So internal network, external network, internal networks would be like, I'm not going to tell you what my Wi-Fi name is, but like 
big big trucking 101 would be a network name maybe or boxcast guest or whatever <laughs> right whatever your network name is for wireless or for whatever your network is that's internal mm-hmm. I mean, that's localized to you yes and what you don't realize is that that internet connection is actually divided up mm-hmm. so your network is trying to give out bandwidth to every device connected and it's trying to do it equally so if your internal bandwidth is low or you have too many connections, right? We call we actually call that an oversaturation or overuse or mm-hmm. network utilization is the technical term. I mean, yeah, if you've ever connected to a guest Wi-Fi somewhere and you're like, wow, this is worse than just trying to get the 5G to load. Or my two bars on my cellular, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You've been there and you're like, oh, Wi-Fi. Yay. Whole Foods is an example. I try to load my Whole Foods like coupons, but amazon app doesn't work and their wi-fi just doesn't let me get in there because everyone else is trying to do it you probably have a bandwidth problem right yeah exactly all right whole foods i'm coming for you gotta fix your bandwidth so you can't get the you can't get (laughs) we're coming for you amazon (laughs) but you can't get that data to download on your device right so that's an internal network issue it's called overutilization, and that happens when there's too many devices and then you have your external network which is the internet in itself Mm -hmm. and if that speed is not appropriate then it's not going to help with live streaming because then you don't have enough bandwidth outbound that your ISP internet service provider is telling you that you have. So commonly, like most common internets are like 100 down, 10 up, right? And for this particular, you know, case, I will give you a recommendation. Okay. All right. Bandwidth recommendation. This is how you fix this. Bandwidth recommendation is you should have double the amount of bandwidth available in your internal and external networks. Okay. So your internal network and your internet connection speed should be double the amount that you're trying to stream. And I'll give you an example. We try to stream on our box casters. We, they can handle five megabits out, right? So if you need five megabits out, you should double it to 10. You should have at least 10. At least. At least. So a lot of connections could be you need 20. Our Boxcaster Pro can handle 18. So you might, you're going to look at least 36. Right. So, you know, just make sure you're in that realm. So recommended speeds, I would say, are definitely anything 10 megabits or faster or up mm-hmm. that's your recommended down uh, upload speed and your download speed well, we don't really don't care but yeah, it doesn't matter at this point yeah this we're trying to upload to the internet to get it out to you right. guys but i think with these common issues that we've touched on today the, these are the biggest ones and we've given you some really quick hits and t- tips to try to fix those and of course if you're a boxcast subscriber please reach out to our technical support team yes they're Wonderful. so good yeah they're more than happy to help you um, and get kind of the, the same basic information ready and try to push you in the direction you need to go. Yes, but they will help you. I say those are the biggest complaints with live streaming right now. Okay. If you had one tip to give for all of the things we talked about, what would it be? I'm glad you preference with the, all the things we talked about because as soon as you said that, I was like, don't eat yellow snow. That was the first <laughs> thing I was going to say. That's also a good tip, but not what we're talking about now. Yeah, I know. Well, always a good tip, I guess. But the one one tip that I would give for right now in this space um, would be just to make sure that you're using quality versus, like, cheap. <laughs> right? Sometimes cheap is good quality, and sometimes cheap is not. So right. connections, camera systems, audio, you know, internet, like, just make sure it's quality. Um, and you're probably like, well, how do we make sure it's quality? Well, that's a good question. I would say... Check a review. Like if if reviews don't tell you that somebody has a problem with it, then look at the questions. Yeah. Or if you follow people who live stream, ask them what their setup are. They're probably yeah. more excited that you want to talk to them about this stuff 
than anything. Reach because, out. Yeah, reach out and be like, hey, I saw this live stream. It was really good. Can you just like give me some insights on what equipment you're using? Yeah, for sure. Because the best recommendations are ones that people are using. Absolutely. They're going to tell you what they've Absolutely. done. They're going to tell you ones they did not like. And what's working well and, and what's, what's not. Yeah, and to that point, they'll be able to tell you kind of the setup, which then goes back to like point, I think two is like just having clean setups. Like yeah. if they've mastered this, they have that. Yeah. They're ready to go. It doesn't mean you have to replicate it. No. It just means that you have a good idea of what would work well. And maybe you can offshoot that. I will give you another tip. This is a bonus tip. Um, our, our producer Wade gave me this tip one time. I was looking for some lighting equipment for some yes. things we were doing. And he goes, bro, take the name of the equipment and go search on YouTube and see if somebody did a review of it. Yes. I love YouTube reviews for everything. And I was like, why have I never thought of this before? <laughs> so yeah, seriously, go take the YouTube clips, go look at the YouTube reviews of the equipment you're searching for. I, I would say probably 90% of people look on Amazon first and be like, well, oh. maybe I can find it there. Right. Yeah. And Amazon can be hit or miss, especially if they've got multiple products and one oh, yeah. listing because you don't know which one people are like giving a one star rating to. I just had to do that for a new toaster. I was like, I want this toaster. Mm. But I went to YouTube and was like, what are the real reviews of this toaster? Wow. Toasters. So, toasters because that's what you gotta get buy it in an adulthood life you gotta buy that's a new right. toaster can't well, have my eight dollar toaster from walmart anymore it's still working by the way it just doesn't fit our bread size anymore because now we're healthy people and we have well, to eat i will say bread. i think that we're gonna end with that uh, <laughs> because this podcast has definitely been toasted <laughs> so and with that Thank you for watching. Absolutely. We are so excited that you guys are here. We've got more coming up within the season. So please subscribe to our YouTube and follow us on all of our rest of our social channels. Absolutely. But until then, I'm Danielle. And I'm Gary. And this is the BoxCast Podcast. Thanks Good. for watching.